You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Do you like comic book movies, particularly Marvel films? Because if you do, hi, my name's Ian. I hang out with Mitch. We take a journey into mystery every single Wednesday. You can watch us live. You can listen to us later in the car when you're by yourself and you don't want to tell people you listen to podcasts about Marvel movies. That's fine. No judgment. But we're here for you. We watched all the MCU. Now we're going through all the old ones. So buckle in. Mitch is going to take us there. Boom. That's your ad right there. I did, John. I did. John, I'm. I'm talking about condoms, John. Oh. Welcome back for another shift on the Geeks Watch. We're here and we're talking about Sweet Tooth, episode four? Five. 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 What's in the freezer? <laughs> What's in the freezer? <laughs> What's in the freezer? What's in the freezer? I mean, are, are, are you VHS Gemmers going to be doing seven anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to put myself through that. I did watch it on VHS, actually. So <laughs> I did it qualifies. Not. Yeah, I watched yeah. it on HBO probably four years ago, and for like five weeks, I was going, "What's in the box?" Every time we <laughs> step one, gotta oh, open the box. That's a box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. We're talking about Sweet Tooth, episode five. What's in the freezer? But as f- always, first we're going to get into our week's watch. As soon as Steven introduces everyone. <laughs> I didn't think of new ones again. You're supposed Dang to say it. lovelies. <laughs> these, these, are, these are all of my lovelies. <laughs> Lo- I mean, lovelies. it doesn't come off as well I, as you think it does. I, say, I feel slightly trolled. <laughs> I, d- I didn't come up with it, uh, any kind of introduction for everybody again. I don't know. You know what? The, this is an opportunity for all of you. Introduce huh? yourselves. John. Hey, guys. This is John, a.k.a. Thunderfingers. And it's not for the reason you think. And, um, I'm just happy to be here, guys. This is, I, I've had a good feeling about today for some strange reason, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to dig into it. Mm-hmm. Jess. Hi, I'm, I'm Jess, and I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't, I can't beat John with that intro. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth and I'm really wishing I opted to drink before this. <laughs> Same. Uh, Mitch. I'm Mitch and I'm like to party. <laughs> I, I knew someone was going to do it. <laughs> you have to do it. And it's me, the most peppermint gentleman, Stephen Clark. All right. (laughs) Let's get into our week's watch. Elizabeth, what did you watch this week? So my week's watch, luckily, or unfortunately, since I wasn't here last week, I get to use a previous week's watch. Uh, We went and saw Free Guy, which was hilarious. Although it had way too many feelings in it for me. Like I was supposed to get to just go and just laugh. Am I going to cry? 
That didn't look like it was going to make me cry. <laughs> I will cry at anything that's slightly sad, though. So I, I was going to say, Jessica, you will probably cry. The rest of us, you're not going to cry, but it's definitely going to pull on your heartstrings. Um, so it made me feel more than it was allowed to. Yeah. But overall, it was it was excellent. So I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, yeah. What did you think of Ryan Reynolds' performance? Mm-hmm. I thought he did great. Okay. <laughs> Steven, I know you also watched this movie. Yeah, we, we also watched this one. Um, I think that we got all the Ryan Reynoldses in here. We got like 2003 Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> like current Ryan Reynolds. There's a lot in there. Like, honestly, there was a little bit of waiting Ryan Reynolds, honestly. Wow. I mean, are, are you saying that there's that Ryan Reynolds has range? Or are you just saying it's different mm-hmm. ages he, of Ryan Reynolds' sameness? That one, that one. Okay. <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds can be like a great actor of mm-hmm. like a, give like a lot of depth to a character if he chooses. But then there's also the time where he's just like, "I'm the greased up little panda, and I'm coming at you like a spider monkey." Like he has those kind of moments. <laughs> like, like that was in here. I mean, you also got super buff Ryan Reynolds, like yeah. which was entertaining. That was funny as I'll get out. I, I, I wish that had I, been spoiled in the trailer. Yeah, I wish it hadn't been spoiled in the trailer, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, I One thing I, I, th- I think I said to Mitch about this movie was that it was basically four other movies. It's a little bit of Ready Player One, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some Truman Show. Um, and the other two that I can't remember right now. But this isn't my week's watch, so that's okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it made me feel like I'm supposed to be nicer to my uh, Google Home. <laughs> yeah. and not get so frustrated when it won't turn on the lights for me and I have to say it four times uh, but yeah no I mean unfortunately as always I don't do these justice because I if the acting's either good because I enjoyed the movie and it didn't bother me or the acting was so bad that it took away from the story and that's about as far as I get um, what, kind, what kind of video game would you say uh, Free City is Steven like it's what, Grand what Theft compared Auto. to it's Grand Theft Auto yeah it's I didn't Theft watch Auto. it. No, but, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's isn't. I thought it was a uh, like PUBG or the other one. No, because because well, there's also like a bunch of like crimes and missions and stuff, like the bank heists and everything. Uh, yeah, but the so, guy like they parachute in or they skydive in, isn't that like oh, no, a there's thing? Still, in- there's references to other stuff for sure. Oh, okay, but yeah, like they 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 end up using like gliders and parachutes and different things. But think, can't I think you do that on Grand Theft Auto Five? Oh, six. you can do anything. You can yeah, do you can anything do in GTA. All those things in GTA now, yeah. It's Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I the think one thing you don't see in the video, this video game world, is like dragons and stuff. Yeah, which I think does also lend itself to being GTA. And then I think their game was supposed to be like a weird third person second life. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the game that they made originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely supposed to be some kind of second life kind of game. Hmm. Um, I had another thing I was going to ask about that, but now I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> no. I mean, this is, I think at this point, this is probably the most successful video game movie that's not about an actual video game. Oh, did they, they make bank off of it? Yeah, they've been making yeah. bank off of this movie. Like, about- even to the point where on Friday, they, they the Friday it released, they, are, they announced there was going to be a sequel. Which yeah. I don't understand. I don't really I know don't where they go yeah. with a sequel for this movie. I mean, the thing is. Well, I mean, you can do a sequel. I assume with a movie, like, I haven't seen it, but I assume with a movie like this, you can do 
any range of sequel. Like it just has to be another version of the video game. It doesn't have to be no. the same characters even to still be considered a sequel. True. Yeah. I, I have a theory on a but sequel. I don't know how you get rid of Ryan Reynolds. You don't. He's in it. <laughs> it's it's going to be like Wreck-It Ralph 2. It's going to be yeah. him going to other video games. Or it will be him coming out of the video game to the real world. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Tron 2. Tron, Tron like too. a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> the, be- the better Tron. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know I agree no, actually story wise yes Tron Legacy is a better Tron it's a good movie and Tron Uprising was a good show taken before it's time I need to watch that so. <laughs> <laughs> alright well Free so, Guy Free Guy that's my week's watch it's in theaters <laughs> it's available in theaters right now uh, which it is a Fox Studios movie or 20th Century Studios movie now is what, what they called mm. the Fox 20th Century. Uh, so it will be available on Hulu eventually because that's Disney. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Stephen, what did you watch this week? I feel like Elizabeth and I kind of swapped things for this one because this series that I'm about to talk about might be more of a her and Jess thing typically. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but I, I watched The Chair on Netflix with Sandra O. Oh. Uh, in in the the, oh, okay. the show, the story for the thing is that she is taking over as the chair of this uh, an English department <laughs> at a college, um, and it's not necessarily cleanly comedy or cleanly drama or anything, mm-hmm. but they deal with interesting subjects without it being too intensely drama or heavy handed in anything, while still injecting drama or and injecting comedy into this kind of thing. It's really good. I really, really, really like it. I think we're two episodes deep so far. Hmm. Like, is it, did you watch any of, um, uh, what was the last show that, uh, Sandra was on that she's gotten all the Academy Awards for? Oh man. I forget. The, the killing right Eve. Yeah. Killing Eve. Yeah. Did you watch any of that? No, I, I watched other shows that I think would be paired with it. Like in the same kind of section mm-hmm. of TV, but not that one. So I've, I, I mean, I remember Sandro originally from Arliss on HBO, so I always think of her oh, wow. as a comedic actor. Wow. And then, yeah, no, me too. It, yeah, and then she ended up on um, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where she's super serious all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, I did like her on that though. She was actually yeah. one of my favorite characters until yeah, I stopped watching it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then all of a sudden, you know, Killing Eve came along, and she's getting all the awards for being dramatic. But I assume she, there's some comedy in that, just because it's the subject. Can't yeah. be too dour all the time. So, but, but like honestly, everyone that's in the series, I think, is perfectly cast. There's quirky characters, grounded characters. It's really good. I don't think that there's anyone that I know individually that I wouldn't recommend this series for in one way or another. Interesting. Hmm. Something you want to check out? Yeah, sure. I'm intrigued. So this show has nothing to do with Clint Eastwood at the RNC then. (laughs) This is correct. John, I really appreciate that that's where your brain went because that's where mine went when (laughs) Stephen announced the title. I was like, um, I mean, yeah, I guess that would kind of be my thing. I'm I'm into politics. How many uh, years ago was this? That was like 2009 or something. (laughs) That was a while ago. It was 2008, yes. It's time for it to come around. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I didn't check the IMDb. Like, they're the chair from that might have been in this in the background. Yeah. Really moving up. Yeah, <laughs> that chair is going places. Uh, did you have another one, Stephen, or was that it? 
There was something else, but I can't remember. So the chair <laughs> is on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Jessica, oh, wait, wait. Oh. I should say, I, I did watch um, The Kissing Booth 3. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's also on Netflix. I mean, how is that story after two sequels? Yeah. No, I, I, like, I think they bring things to an interesting close. Oh, it's the it's the end. They decided a trilogy was enough. Yeah, they're based on it's, books. So. Yeah, they're based on books, so uh, it's trilogy because okay. it's YA books, and God forbid you don't do a trilogy in YA. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's pretty much required. Yeah. Okay, the kill the killing booth. The, the killing booth. booth. <laughs> that could be an interesting story. <laughs> kissing booth three. What's that actress's name? It's it's uh, Jamie King. I, don't, I thought it was Haley something. <laughs> Steven was not prepared for this because he wasn't going to nope. talk about it. <laughs> uh, here, we'll, we'll see here. We're just filling the time. Move forward. Yeah. Joey King. Joey King, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to know your nails, Haley. Jessica, are not preventing your uh, speed typing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Jessica, what did you watch this week since Steven cut you off a second ago? Oh, yeah, it, it was fine. So I finally got around. Well, actually, I finally convinced my parents to watch something that was new instead of rewatching the same movies over and over again for Movie Sunday. And we watched the animated movie, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Oh. It's so good. I adored it. And it was so good. And my dad loved it. And my mom loved it. And I loved it. So it's like just that perfect it just had that perfect humor for a family. It was just, it was great. It was wonderful. I can't, I like, I would watch this all the time, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was wonderful. It was just well-written, hilarious that um, Sony animation is just booming right now. Yeah. And they're doing great. And I'm kind of glad because Disney could use some competition. So um, I love it. It was great. And then I've had to switch to a morning shift after not doing it for a very long time at work. Mm-hmm. So I needed help getting to sleep. And my mom actually told me about, it's called Deerfield Beach. It's in Florida. And they have live cameras on their beach. But they also have a live camera that's underwater at the end of their pier. It's like 360. And there are so many fish. Like I was surprised as somebody who has been to a beach in Florida, how many fish were that close to a pier. Like, <laughs> there's some weird looking fish too, and there's an octopus. And I was like, there's this many fish. <laughs> it's and like schools of fish, and they get sharks every once in a while. It's just, it's, it's cool. Like, you know, there's fish in the sea and the ocean, but you still don't think there can't be that much. Like, we're killing the world right well, now, no, right? No, but <laughs> I've heard that there are plenty out there. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but yeah, and it has like a cool bubbly noise, so it's great like sound to like fall asleep to. But it's it's just, like cool to watch and then just slowly, slowly fall asleep too with the sounds. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. Someone I don't else think I could ever. Oh, hmm? sorry. Uh, no, you do it. All right. I just said someone else told me about on uh, Pluto TV. There is a channel where they the uh, there's a like a GoPro that's just attached to a train that goes around some. Uh, <gasps> some European country or city or something like that. And they were like, it's just so relaxing just to watch the the footage of this train going around. So I can understand it. Yeah. And now I get, there's like a ton of them. Cause like when you watch one thing on YouTube, it's like, look, you would like this. Like there's one in Hawaii. That's like beautiful. It doesn't sound really cool, but just beautiful coral and pretty fishes. And just 
there's beach one. There's like an Oregon beach one. It's like they're just all over the place. These like live feed relaxing things. So, ah, hmm. but Deerfield Beach is in Florida, and half of my family's from Florida. So, mm. yeah. I don't think I could fall asleep with that. Honestly, I would keep watching it. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first person who like catches sight of Godzilla. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, in my experience with seeing any kind of 24-7 feed thing like this I'm just like I know I've been watching this for 13 minutes but when I look away is when the good stuff will happen yeah. but is it the live 24-7? yeah it's live know. oh okay yeah it's live 24-7 <laughs> from what I understand even when they clean it other than maybe if they have like a maintenance day where they have to take the camera out for something but then you have the one that's on the beach and on the pier too so uh. Mitch, Mitch asked like he was like like uh like like an interviewer on like CNN who was like ah gotcha <laughs> got him <laughs> you know me and my gotcha journalism You're like 100% like you were like a senator trying to catch Fauci in something it didn't work <laughs> it's the title of your show <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was does YouTube, and then Mitchell's Wrist Machine is on Netflix. Netflix, and then I also I have finished since last week Shira. It was great and wonderful. I loved it. I do want more from it, but and I think you could have like at least like a movie or something just to just to give me even more happiness, basically. But I don't need it. I just want it. But <laughs> um, so I have watched I think the first two episodes of He Man. Master, no, I can't remember. Whatever the newest He-Man thing is that everybody's all in an uproar about. So Masters of the Universe, because okay. there, there's also a <laughs> He-Man in the Masters of the Universe coming out on Netflix, which is animated, which Steven and I both found out this past week. And we were like, why? Why would you split your audience that way And when you have a brand new show already out called Masters of the Universe? It's weird. So it, they just add and the to it? The is that the difference? And the. And, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then it's He-Man Master. Okay. So, um, I don't, so Shira, you didn't have to know anything about He-Man because it took place mm-hmm. on its own planet. This, I feel like I had to know about He-Man to get, mm-hmm. like, not, not that it's hard to get, like hard to figure out by the first episode, but I was still like, oh, this girl doesn't know anything. Like, how does she? And I was very confused over how she didn't know that Prince Adam was He-Man. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, if you don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> and, but I kind of liked I guess I kind of liked why all the men are in an uproar about this is that like it was her going, um, what do you mean? I didn't know. Like, I'm just going to go off and do my own thing. And she becomes kind of the hero of the show. It seems like I'm only two episodes in, but yeah, honestly, I, I remember I watched the old He-Man cartoons when I was young, but I don't, I never, I didn't follow it. I didn't like get into it. And I didn't realize that people didn't know that Prince Adam and (laughs) He-Man were the same person. Like I honestly (laughs) thought everybody knew that. They look yeah. exactly if, the same. If you know anything yeah. about He-Man, it should be that. <laughs> Why would I? Oh, yes. Yeah, you're t- I was like, talking about me, like, not knowing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but, yeah, I, I got it, like, right away. It was kind of, I don't know, kind of sad that his mom knew, but his dad didn't. And But it was kind of cool that his mom knew, like, because, like, moms know everything. But, but I also, also felt like that it sucks because, and that's in the first episode, so it's not spoiling anything, but, like, the dad's like, What? What? 
<laughs> my son is a is wasteless, like is worthless. He doesn't do anything with his life. He man's great. How can they be the same person? <laughs> and and I'll admit, like all I knew, all I knew really of He Man was Skeletor because of That's the fair. memes and the, specifically <laughs> what meme. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so to me, he's like a hilarious character. So I couldn't take him like destroying the universe seriously. <laughs> Like, I was just laughing the whole time. Like, this guy's hilarious, even though it wasn't hilarious at all. Yeah, but, I feel like like Robot Chicken has really made uh, Skeletor a lot more of a, a a joke and comedy and stuff. Like, in the old show, he still made a bunch of jokes and stuff, but it was all, he was still all about destroying, yeah, but it getting the power, I guess. It doesn't make sense because I guess I didn't understand what Grayskull looked like. I just knew that mm. He-Man had the power of Grayskull and She-Ra had it, which you didn't need. Like in She-Ra, I was like, what the heck is a Grayskull? But like, like, why does, why is that? Like, it just seems like such a weird name and such a weird place to be the good guy power. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> something's not computing here because it looks like it, I always thought Grayskull was the place Skeletor was from. Mm. That's fair. I think it might like it also just be. Seems it, like a dark place, but. And honestly, I don't. I don't know how much Kevin Smith and the other writers for the show like added in into the mythology or not. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of it, and I'm sure John could talk to it about a lot more of it. But I, I, it seems like a lot of the stuff they added in or they had in the show just was like real deep dives or real mm-hmm. like fleshing out a lot of the story. Well, John, did you? There was an interview that that Kevin Smith did um, mm-hmm. as part of one of the Rooster Teeth podcasts. Did you get to hear that one by any chance? No, I haven't seen that one. Hmm. In the thing, he talked about the fact that the guy who kind of spearheaded the development of the series with them, he he was basically like, "No, like these these stories were very real to me when I was a kid, even with like the the doofy stuff happening." You know, like mm-hmm. Man in Arms was like a badass. You know, hmm. um, and then. He said that was the kind of energy they wanted them to bring to it for this new series. And so they treat it as pretty much an extension of the pre-existing stuff, Mm -hmm. but taking it dead serious. That's what I've heard. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I've seen a lot of the complaints against it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I'm like, okay, you know, it's a cartoon, guys. (laughs) You know, don't take it so seriously. Um, So I don't know. It's... I, that's the, basically what you've just said is all I know about it is that it's a continuation of sorts or a spiritual successor. So it acknowledges the previous series, but doesn't really hold to it like airtightly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it's like everything changes in the first episode is what yeah. I would say without spoiling it. Like it takes it's He-Man and then He-Man's worst day. And then here's what happens after He-Man's worst day. And everybody's pissed because how dare he man have a worse today? I guess I don't know. <laughs> that, he, and how, how dare, dare a woman? He, how, how dare he man do the thing that he's made to do? I know all of Eternia. <laughs> yes, which is interesting because it's legit what Shira does. Like she is the self-sacrificing. I mean, still happy ending, but she, she embodies the whole self-sacrificing to save the universe idea by the power of Grayskull. Like. <laughs> So, like, why wouldn't He-Man be the same concept? Shira, why is Shira's that that women are always allowed? She, 
No. It, it's it's more well. Her, her whole thing is a little more complex. It's another planet, right? Isn't it? Yeah, they she's got separated at, as, from, as kids. Yeah, she she gets taken to this other. I can't remember the name of the planet and Shira to this other planet, but she is still she's still named Adora, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize Adora was legit from He Man until I was. I think I read something about He Man and they mentioned Princess Adora, but but she was like taken from that planet to another planet in another dimension i think or in a hidden dimension something like that i mean i really so, feel like the the mom and dad and he-man should be more broken up about that i don't know the, yeah, I don't the story know. could be in there somewhere I, so far sure. i'll say i'm only two episodes in so far i like she-ra and its message more than i like he-man's masters of the universe message but i don't necessarily hate the message it's just it's just different writing style i like the art style i just kind of like shira's acceptance messages a little bit That's more which yeah, this I, is very i never watched that. the princess of power show but i did watch the masters of the universe but i i think i i mean i obviously i didn't watch the princess of power but i liked the art style in the masters of the universe better mm-hmm. yeah that's fair yeah. yeah so uh all right well that's also on Netflix, as long yep. as as well as well as the Mitchells versus the Machines, and then mm-hmm. your other show, your yeah, Deerfield Beach is live on YouTube. Yeah, just okay. search Deerfield Deerfield Beach. Yeah, John, what did you watch this week? So I've watched the first two episodes of Marvel's What If. Ooh. Oh, I haven't seen those yet, but you, you can spoil it. It's okay. Either one of them. I, I literally I had a weird week, guys. I'm sorry. It, it's on my list. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah. So this show is fantastic. Um, the first episode, I don't think I'll be spoiling too much if I just kind of give the general gist of what the two episodes were. I already episode know what one. the general gist of episode one at least is. So Yeah. Uh, episode yeah. one was, uh, what if... Uh, Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of uh, Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. And episode two was what if T'Challa was taken by the Ravagers and became Star-Lord. The first one is just pure fun. I mean, that episode made me think we need a Captain Carter movie stat. Like she needs to have her own spinoff. If this storyline, this universe needs to be expanded. Um, I just can't tell you how awesome it was to see the Peggy Carter character kicking ass. Um, and essentially she becomes Wonder Woman in huh. a somewhat literal way at one point. That's um, cool. And it's twisted just enough that it's like, okay, I see where the differences and the liberties are, but it also still really works for me. Like hmm. the what happens with Steve, he he doesn't end up getting put to the wayside. He ends up still being very much a part of the crew um, in a slightly different way. And it was just a damn good time. This is like, damn, this, this would have been a great standalone movie in and of itself. The only complaint I have about these two episodes so far, and I have a feeling we're going to see this throughout the series, is that because it's only like half hour episodes, basically, you have to kind of truncate a lot of the plot so yeah. they take some shortcuts with things. Um, so like in the first Avenger with uh, Captain America, you get a really clear explanation why he gets the shield. And this one is like, here you go, a shield. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of prevalent throughout the first two episodes where they just kind of jump to something. So, like, there's no real reason why T'Challa is called Star-Lord. Yeah, As far as I know. It's just, he just got that name as opposed to, you know, it being kind of like a thing that his mother had with Peter Quill. Um, but yeah, with episode two, it being um, T'Challa being Star-Lord, that is an incredible turn of events for <laughs> how everything would have been. Like, honestly, I'm like, this is like a fever dream of a plot. <laughs> like somebody watched Guardians and T'Challa or the Black Panther back to back. Yeah. And then maybe like drunk took some acid <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> and their brain just combined them into like a fever dream. This would have been the result. And it's pretty kooky. Like it's it's got some elements in there that I'm just like, wow, like this would have totally changed everything. <laughs> you know what the strangest thing about that episode is that you find in that episode? What's that? Wait, a super buff one? collector. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. What was thing. that? <laughs> Everyone else is pretty grounded and realistic, but they were like, nah, Benicio del Toro, jack it up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've heard cold like a glove. I've, I've heard that the collector is supposed to be like super powerful and strong, though, but we just never see him shirtless in the in his two appearance or three appearances in the MCU. But yeah, but he is I've supposed seen to be Benicio like, del Toro before. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person, yeah, but I mean, the, the character I think is supposed to be like. I mean, he's he's pretty ancient, not like celestial level, but he's pretty up there as far as like you know. That's fair. Being an ancient mm-hmm. being. Hmm. How did you feel about the times when you didn't have the people who played the characters voice them? Because there's only like four times, I think, throughout all of it so far where we don't have the people. And some of those are very odd. Like, I, I, <clears throat> huh? I was going to say, I still love Ross McQuand as the new Red Skull. Like, it's it's very much him still just doing Hugo Weaving. <laughs> but it's yeah, like, more consistent, though. Yeah. With the there's the the guy he's one of Peggy's whole squad whose name I can't remember Neil McDonough. Yeah, thank you. You knew exactly who I meant. Yeah, Um, he's still in there, but then we didn't get um, like Chris Evans for for actual Steve Rogers. That wasn't Chris Evans. No, no, it wasn't. Thank God. No, No. I was like, which said it was, and I was like, this sounds so bad. This is not. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it was it wasn't him for that, good? and then there was, was the also, whole thing for Batista. Yeah, oh, Batista was different. That yeah, one he, was different. <laughs> well, and well, it's weird because the person got the intonation and the timing of things right, but the voice is different. They probably and got there the, was, the person that does the Drax the Destroyer on the animated show for Disney. That might be. Yeah, because it, I mean, it still has a, a through line connection, but it was yeah. just weird because there was a whole thing about it where someone asked him, like, why didn't you voice him for what if? And he's like, we'll start with the fact that nobody asked me. <laughs> well, well, I mean, th- he's probably on Disney shit list after that petition he started. But, yeah. it, but then he also did the promo for them for the streamer, like where he's in the canoe on a river. Like that's straight up advertising for Disney plus Hulu and ESPN. Maybe that was a contractual obligation. And this was more like a, Hey, would you come and do this? Like for a coffee, basically, you know, like maybe <laughs> I just assume. Although that- I'm surprised they got James Brolin or Josh Brolin, Josh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. I'm surprised they got him. I was like, Whoa. But then they was- didn't get the Senator that was in the first Avenger originally, the one that was, you know, uh, part of the first Avenger. Like they got Bradley Woodford to make a new character altogether. 
He was great, though. He Bradley was Woodford is great. Yes, I'm I'm fine with that one. <laughs> also, I saw. I mean, I saw a meme, and I know you can't really base everything off of memes, but uh, the the person that looks kind of like Peggy Carter in Loki in the in the TVA, like someone was saying, that might be the Peggy Carter from this. Hmm. I doubt it because she's wearing that blue dress that you see in like Agents of Shield. No, not Agents of Shield. Agent Maybe, Carter. Uh, Agent Carter, yeah. So I think that would have been just a different variant, not this one. I feel like if it was this one, if she would have been either snatched up right after she came out of the the pod, or wearing the Captain Britain type outfit. Mm, hmm. Okay. Were you gonna say As- something, Jessica? Yeah, because um, I did a quick Google because I was curious because generally they would try to get it. And it just seems like, unfortunately, because all these people are now famous, 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 like they're busier now. And so you just it's like trying to schedule a and d group for like the 20th Anything ever. game. Like <laughs> just sometimes somebody's not going to be there. And that's basically what it is. I am pretty famous these days. <laughs> Dominic Cooper, though, like he came back for Howard Stark, yeah. right? Yeah, it very much is whoever we could get, we got. Like, we went out our way to try to get, but if we couldn't get him, we couldn't get him. Like, that's that's what they're saying, basically. They, like, they a, got, got. But like, like, I get, yeah. Like, going to a recording booth and recording lines is not the same as being on camera. Like, they, I feel like people could have done that. Like, in maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't paying well at his Disney. Like, yeah, this, this is true. I'm just surprised it's not part of their contract. Like, hey, we got you. <laughs> well, I think. Well, their contracts. I know Chris Evans' contract is out. So yeah, it is. I, it's just. It was just weird to see Chris Evans in another thing recently, where he did a cameo part connected to Captain America, and then him not voice Steve Rogers in this. Yeah, yeah but, but that's it's, it's a cameo I, as himself. And yeah. It, yeah, and it may be a friendship thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who do you like? <laughs> I mean, mm. you, you think about who that actor gets to show up in other movies for brief cameos too. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Um, yeah, I have a different opinion than yeah, I think everybody. I do show. not like what if. I have thoroughly not enjoyed it i think it is too ridiculous the the things that they try to say would change because of this one change Mm -hmm. don't make any sense (laughs) she had a real hard time with t'challa's star lord (laughs) well not not him as star lord that's fine the, the repercussions the repercussions i'm like that doesn't actually like doesn't even doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it yeah. just and there's there's a lot of things that are just taken as like that's the way it is for the conceit of the plot because there's no way that he would have also just not looked in on Wakanda narratively in this one. So yeah, so but there was and there was stuff you know because there's stuff in the first episode that's the same that I'm like. So are we saying that, you know, like it just completely changes too much, too much for me. And so it just didn't. uh, Yeah, I have not enjoyed it. Something tells me I'm going to be forced to continue to watch it. You don't have to watch it. It's not part of our week, our show. So I can just watch it by myself. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) 
Uh, all right, John, John, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, watch the Suicide Squad. It was fun. Mm. It's I unfortunate. It's doing terrible coming down in the on. theater. But. Oh, hey, John, how, how many times have you seen the trailer for Star Wars Visions? Because I've already watched it five times. Um, <laughs> since it debuted and I sent my first text message. <laughs> so let me be specific. I've watched the actual trailer twice, once uh-huh. in Japanese and once in English. Uh-huh. And then I've been watching all of the reactors on YouTube that I'm subscribed to watching it. So maybe about eight times now. Yeah. That, that, I've watched it zero. That looks crazy. If you would like to watch it yourself, you can find it at, at Geekly Media on Twitter and probably Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media. That too. is correct. Yeah, you don't need to search YouTube. Just scroll through on Geekly Media posts to find it. But oh, it's utterly amazing. It looks so cool. It's anime Star Wars. I'm ready. Where, where, where was this energy when the teaser images first came out? <laughs> I was already hyped and super excited. No I was hyped. I'm just sitting here alone. Like they put now Leo. Fio, more hyped. Like, they put Leo Fotia into into this movie. I was hyped. Hey, and then I, I got I've more hyped. hyped when I actually saw it. <laughs> I've been hyped ever since the TIE Fighter fan production that came yeah. out like eight it's years true. ago. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I wish they'd made like a full thing about that. That thing was so good. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, for my week's watch, I watched... Well, first, Steven left this one out because he and I watched a premiere oh. of a movie together. Oh, oh, actually. Uh, <laughs> a friend of mine, full disclosure, a friend of mine, just, uh, old co-worker, acquaintance, I don't know how you want to put it, made a movie. He wrote, Ooh. star, directed a movie. It's called Zeus. It is a movie about a boxer who gets into or defends a, an elderly Asian man who's being picked on because he's Asian. And we're in the pandemic. In COVID times. And during COVID times. And he defends that guy, knocks a guy out. It goes viral. The current middleweight champion of the world sees it, says, I, I'm going to fight that guy now. So he has to train to fight for this belt. Um, Chris Soriano is the writer, director, star. Uh, it is a movie with a very good message. And if you can give, if you have the opportunity, go to the website ZeusTheMovie.com and see how you can watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my actual week's watch, though, I watched the the DC Films animated movie Batman: The Long Halloween Part One and Part Two. Uh, how was that? There wow. are some changes. You know, there are a couple changes, and usually in the animated DC films, they make certain changes. But the changes they made in this one, I don't hate as much as like what they they changed in hush or some of their other mm-hmm. movies um i enjoyed it i enjoyed it quite a bit uh once again david dasmalchen who you will know it now as polka dot man uh lends yeah. his voice to the cast he is the the voice of calendar man which oddly <laughs> enough sean gunn was calendar man in the suicide squad uh so you can, but he has more of a, a part in this. Calendar Man shows up to kind of be like, "Hey, Batman, you're screwing up." And that was the thing about this one. Like, a lot of people know the Long Halloween in comic book form as the one that shows Batman being like a very good detective. 
they decided Batman's not really a detective in this animated movie. Like he's you don't really, say in in twenty in like post two thousand ten they've decided Batman isn't a detective anymore. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they kind of do forget about that. According to Matt Reeves, uh, the the Batman that's coming out with Robert Pattinson is supposed to be more of a detective story, and Batman's supposed to be going back to being a detective. But the trailer that we saw has him just beating a dude to almost death in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Huh. That, I just quick question. Does, DC does know what DC stands for, right? <laughs> what no, it used to stand no, it, for. <laughs> yeah. Does it stand for something different now? Oh, it just stands for DC. That's it. Oh, yeah. my God. They don't even, it's not even Detective Comics anymore. No. <laughs> oh. But... But yes, the, the world's greatest detective, not so much of a detective. Uh, I don't know if maybe they decided this is part of his year one and he hasn't met up with Henri Descartes yet. So he doesn't know how to be a detective. <laughs> I, I, I miss empathetic detective Batman. But doesn't I mean, Descartes just teach him how to be a ninja? <laughs> well, in <laughs> the Nolan movies, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, um... The Long Halloween it is available on VOD. Uh, I I was okay with the animation. I thought it it they definitely tried to get the same um, Tim Sale looking art as the original comic book, but mm-hmm. definitely different. Still, just like they usually do with these animated movies, they always try and get someone to copy a little bit of what the original artist did, but change it up. So. Uh, I don't know, what what were the differences that you heard about, Stephen? And like, honestly, I'm not a person who is reading a lot of Batman comics or anything. I just remembered when this film actually came out, people were really excited because it is still from kind of like the DC animated films are mm-hmm. very popular. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I think there's some of the things that are the bright spots in DC's cinematic outings. Yes, uh, and this one was one of the ones where people, while still being happy about the things that they had done. Um, did seem to still be a little bit miffed about the changes, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't like what you talked about earlier with the massive changes, like in Hush. One of the things that they definitely, I think they definitely do in this one is they give you a more cut and dry resolution of who is the holiday killer, as opposed to mm-hmm. uh, the Long Halloween book, where it's definitely left up to being like three different people. Mm. So. Yeah, we need to I get, get Rafa on the podcast for this one. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it's on VOD right now. You can watch part one and part two. Okay, let's get into talking about Sweet Tooth episode five. What's in the freezer? The freezer. Well, actually, you know what? Since Elizabeth wasn't here last week and John wasn't here last week, what did you both think of episode four? Before we move, I on? hated Bobby. You hate Bobby? Yes. Wait, why? Why do you hate Bobby? He's like a little elf. <laughs> it's just he's cute. It it pushes it too far in that direction. I'm willing to accept the human hybrids, but this is an animal hybrid. Like this is more well, this animal than human. So this is what I take it as, which is which you are right that it makes it because I saw it more in this episode. It makes it more unrealistic to me, but it seems like if they're raised by humans, then they look more humans. And if they're not raised by humans, then they look like animals. And to me, that's not realistic. Like it should be either way. Like it should be, I don't know, like because the change would have to happen after birth from what I'm understanding. And there's no way that would happen that 
quickly, I don't think. Not that dramatically, at least, as far as I understand. But fantasy is fantasy. I don't know why I'm. <laughs> I guess I I guess I chalked it up to just like some of us are taller than others, or some of yeah. us sunburn more easily, or so some of us just came out more animal than human. Well, I would think that, but every single one that's not Gus or pigtails, pigtail are animal, and those are the ones that were not, as far as you know, were not were caught, not raised by humans. From what I'm understanding, but we also we also don't know how many of them just got poached like yeah yeah <laughs> like I, when, when they're little baby ones like the chances of someone being like oh, it's just like a human this one versus the one that's gonna be like ah oh, what the what the hell is this gopher thing jesus <laughs> and just taking it out of the world right there yeah so who knows um me for episode four i still i still don't care for this huh. tv show um it's just sad. It's just a sad show, like, all the time. Um, it tries to be cute and lighthearted, and it fails miserably. Because uh, <laughs> it just makes me sad. Episode four was the first, right? Episode four? Was yep. that? Yep, episode it was, four. Okay. Um, just making sure I've got my numbers right. It was the first one where you really get, like, there's been an obvious, like, politics or policy tilt to the whole mm-hmm. thing that's kind of been under current, but episode four is the first time you really see like in explicit terms, here are the exact politics we are trying to persuade you of. <laughs> like we are literally going to state them. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so that was, that was what caught my attention on that and was my overall feeling. Okay. Four. Well, then, going into episode five, I want to go right into Dr. Singh and his wife's storyline of, wow, look, our dumb decisions have caught up to us <laughs> in these terrible consequences. <laughs> 100%. Because you easily could have just been like, hey, our horse killed this person because she got too close and spooked huh. the horse. But no, yeah. we went and, and he, hid the body inside why? the clinic. He's also why? he's also the doctor. He could have been like, yeah, she was freaking out because she thinks she, she thought she caught it because of that. Like when we were all around the guy, why she came rushing over and it? she spooked the horse, and this horse kicked her. Literally anything, anything. They, all they had to do literally was just burn her body. Yep. He's a doctor. She had the sick. All yep. he had to do was mm-hmm. burn her body. Put her put her in the house. Burn her house down, just like they've been doing. Just. Yep. Sing all day song, all day song, all day song, all day sign really loud. Is this representing like a new year? Like, okay, we've started a new life now after we killed this person. Because it's kind of creepy a song. It's kind of a creepy song to begin with. And so it just kind of fits because it's one of those things everybody sings like in celebration, but it's also just kind of creepy. What? Yeah. Well, nobody actually knows the origin of it because I don't think it's originally a new year song. It like turned into a new year song. Yeah. That's just weird. But <laughs> I looked up something it, it, for this a while. Back. I think that's the whole point. I think it is just supposed to be weird. Um, it's a Scottish song by Robert Burns. So poem that, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. You bid yeah. farewell. It is a song to bid farewell. Ah. Uh. Okay, so normally we're bidding farewell to the yeah, old and year. It was for the old year to the new year, but now we're bidding farewell to that person that got sick. I assume. 
yeah. To the thing um, that we did to that person. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the thing that we we bid farewell to our trauma <laughs> and this person, and we bid farewell to let this be the end of this virus and let it not be a new fa- wave. I a bunch of plastic wrap that we're never going to get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here's the part that I really, really struggle with. Like, I get burning the house. If you've got an infection, it's I, I can track with that. Why on earth don't you shoot them before burning the house down? Because to me, you're now just torturing them by burning them alive. Because it's yeah. the, it's that mob mentality of the idea is like, well, we're not killing them. If we shoot them, then we've killed them and we're bad people. But if we're just burning the house down with them in it, then we're getting rid of the infection. I'd also put forward the idea that humans just take like, a thing generally that's doing awful. something. <laughs> Yeah, like like they, like in the beginning of it, it probably was they did a couple other things, maybe give them an injection of something, or at the very <laughs> least. But no, humans in like invariably almost are just like, yeah, no, let's take the thing that we did before, make it real extra fucked up, and then we'll keep doing it that way. <laughs> and honestly, I, probably what it was originally was like they the person died from the sick, and then they were just like, okay, well, we'll just burn the house down with them in it, like with their carcass, we'll just cremate their, the body. Yeah, that we're way. cremating the body mm-hmm. and and everything. But now it's like, well, we don't have time for them. To, we don't have time to wait for them to die let's just do it now <laughs> yeah because there's no way standard practice yeah, like, was, being developed by somebody started with the plastic wrap thing <laughs> that, that did not start yeah I, it was I, it was probably janice's idea nancy's, nancy's idea nancy karen karen oh that's what i wanted to call her but i was like that's not her name um, um that's just what she is uh but I think Dr. Singh's speech was pretty on point. Like, no, this neighborhood isn't built on trust. It's built on paranoia and And being just an hypocrisy. You're just being awful. Um, See, I was confused because I thought it was rock and roll. You know, like (laughs) that's the city was built on rock and roll. Not the neighborhood. Uh, This is from a town. (laughs) It's just a neighborhood. Um, I also find it very poetic that while you don't necessarily have medical care in every community, you do have a fast food joint. Yep. You're definitely going to find a fast food restaurant in every joint. Jessica, you've been trying to say something. Well, uh, I, I was I was trying to say that um, technically with the amount of gasoline that they were pouring, the um, the doctor and Ronnie, they should have passed out before the flames got to them. But <laughs> there was quite a bit of gasoline pouring. So well, it, it also should have. Fl- but to be fair, the fire should have flared up a lot quicker because of the amount of gas fumes that it was yeah. in there. Or possibly well, not flare up at all because there might have been not enough oxygen with the amount of fumes it kind of depends it really takes a very perfect equation to make fire <laughs> those fire. arsonists they really have it down <laughs> you don't want to be curious. an amateur arsonist <laughs> you're doing it wrong <laughs> the daughter the of a firefighter <laughs> she, she knows um you love no, the blaze don't you <laughs> Uh, for the beginning of the episode, there was the the scene that we had with Dr. Robotnik Badman, um, who yes. comes to talk to the doctor. Oh, he's the uh, Mandarin. He, he's, That's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I already said he was, he was uh, what was it, low rent uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. very much so. <laughs> I, I'd say Ben Kingsley. Uh, he, he definitely comes off a lot more like Ben Kingsley. He's a bald man, you know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> in, in, in the beginning of it, there's a thing that he says to the doctor that says, he says there's two types of people in this world. There's one, the people who let the this disease, this virus kill them, their families and everything. And then he says, and there's also uh, the other kind of person who is a soldier who would do anything to stop it. 
you know? Yeah. The thing that was interesting about that is that I can see in our current real world situation, people on both sides of this kind of problem, which is weird to have sides at all, but both of the sides that we've ended up with in this world, listening to that man say that and both go, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and thinking they're the soldier. Think that, thinking they're yeah, the right one. One hundred percent thinking they're the soldier. Yeah, um, it's a very interesting time we live and, in. And I personally appreciate that she's like, "Oh, I think you're a monster. Like you're not a yeah. soldier. You're not. You're just a monster." I, I literally want to be like, "You sure there's not the logical third person?" To go, like, just, yeah. I mean. <laughs> The world's not black and white, people. <laughs> I also, I just want to talk about, like, I honestly did not recognize that that was the doctor from the earlier episodes, right? And that uh, when this really? episode started, no, I'm I, the one who recognized. I recognized yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I didn't figure it out until he's like faking your death from a terminal illness, and I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> so did she yeah. just walk off one day and no one even questioned yeah. it, just assuming her body right. would just disappear? I got breast cancer. Bye. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think that she said that she had died. I think that she basically was like doing yeah, yeah. the sunset of her life. That was what she's supposed to be doing after having handed the stuff off to Aditya. Right. I, hey. I will like to say about that scene too. Sorry, John. Um, that like her catching the moth and then it flying out of her hands after she answers the door very much seemed like, like panel by panel, a comic book panel. I wonder if that was directly from the comic book. Cause something about it made, Felt like it was like an artistic comic book panel set kind Probably. of thing. Probably. Mm. So. What are you going to say, cool. John? Um, that poster that we saw, uh, that uh, billboard. Oh, Wasn't yeah. that the oh, narrator? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even okay. see a billboard. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's your time. Because it was a lot As of talk about time comes for everyone. Old doctor's house mm-hmm. and zoom out. Yeah, it's it's the narrator guy, the one who's supposed to be big bad man. Wait, the narrator is James neutral. Bro- is James Brule, and that that's who's in that picture. But that's yeah. not the Abbott guy because that's Laurent, whoever bald actor with the glasses. <laughs> so yeah, Abbott George Costanza. <laughs> Abbott shows up and kills the doctor after he tells her that, or she tells him that the the her all her notes in her book. We're left to Dr. Singh, which then gets us to the end of the episode where uh, he saves the Singhs from being burned alive mm-hmm. after, I assume, shoot, shooting all the neighbors that were outside. No, yeah. they, they do say some of them can leave. Oh, like, if okay. you don't leave now, we're going to kill you. But I assume they did shoot some of them to get people and, to leave. And then putting the fires out. Like, obviously, he doesn't care about the sickness all that much because he's he just doesn't. Uh, he uh, like is he a, just a leader that knows it's not transmittable in that way. He probably has the whatever thing. The secret sauce. The, the secret antidote. Sauce. The secret sauce. There you go. That thing. Yeah. yeah. My guess is he's also somebody who's like individual deaths do not matter. We need to figure out how to eradicate this thing. So if it ends up killing a few more people to get there, so be it. Now, is there any? Well, I wonder why they didn't just shoot or burned the lady, the doctor lady, they took a syringe with that same looking fluid that Pubba had mm-hmm. when he went to go fight the people that were like encroaching into their land. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's more evidence now that Pubba was probably involved 
much more deeply into the science portion of this than yeah. we're led to assume. Probably a researcher, maybe one of the people responsible for this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like, is that what they're doing? Is they're giving people the sick, or is that something else we don't know about? Which I can't imagine the show is really good for the you know community in general like our society and the whole conspiracy theories <laughs> just like uh the last one that we utopia was like so you stumbled into it mitch you stumbled into the thing i was gonna say this guy plays wilson wilson in the original <laughs> utopia series who does aditya singh oh, yeah. he played wilson wilson yep yeah i don't know oh, the original him. european series yeah. Ah, got you, got you. Okay. Interesting. Ah, yeah. Which is much better, by the way. I did watch the whole first season, and I'm like, this is the show we should have watched, not this <laughs> bastardized version. <laughs> I did want to bring up the in the first scene with the the doctor that they have that um, Blondie song and mm-hmm. how it gets all creepy. <laughs> like, is that how that song <laughs> usually goes, or does, was that like a weird no. remix? No, weird remix. That was a remix. But interesting to note, this is the second time this week I've heard that song. It was also used in the trailer for House of Gucci. Which That's right. Looks, I was wondering where I heard that recently too. Yeah. It looks I want to see that movie. That looks like pure Oscar bait. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, so then getting over to our main story with Sweet Tooth and Big Man and Bear. Uh, Bear, and I don't know if she's going to be going by a different name now, but she's still going by Bear, has information on Sweet Tooth's mother, or at least the lady that's in the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow. A little bit. So, yeah. She, they, they have a really good, like, network of people, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if they had a good network, because honestly, it feels like the kind of thing where you're like, what happened to that person from high school? And you type in their name or whatever to internet just the internet and you see what you get you don't get anything and so you then you try like what was their middle name okay then you try you like narrow it down a little bit and you get half pieces of information that aren't really true and it's actually about like some 91 year old person from your hometown with the same name Mm -hmm. that seems like the quality of information they gave her or gave to him but but there's no internet right now like i think there's still something there's probably still some internet they were they were network gaming at the very least. They could yeah. they could be doing land gaming. They, yeah, they could still say, be doing like a whole land party. I'm sure that was more land than network. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the internet won't ever really go away as long as servers are still running and there's electricity. They, right? they seem to have mm-hmm. access to a police database for some reason. That's what I was assuming, honestly. Yeah, well, there's know. some there's some sort of connective network if the bad guy's able to track people. Yeah. Or I maybe mean, it's a bad guy's database, whatever it is, not necessarily I mean, he, a police database. The doctor but. told her what told, told him what city that she was in. So just go to that. There's not that many people in that community anymore, but you're right. Um, uh, yes. The doctor Singh. Oh, we, we did skip over that. There's no, there was no hybrids according to the paper that he got. And yeah. that's how they got discovered with the, uh, Nancy in the freezer. Um, but we did learn about the animal preserve or the hybrid, not the animal preserve, how the hybrid preserve in the zoo. True. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, they have taken in quite a bit of hybrids 
And what is the lady's name? Played by Danae Garcia or oh, Danae? I remember. Annie? Annie? Sure. Or Annie? Is, pig, pig, Pigtail's mom. Pigtail's mom. <laughs> she uh she she kind of like suss out who who is good to come in or who's not or who might be a threat. Do you think mm-hmm. that the person on the the other person on the, the the line was a threat or was it an actual person that needed help? I think it's a bad person. Oh no, that was a threat. A bad per- yeah. That was a definite threat. Because if if your goal is to get the hybrid treatment and get them into the preserve and you know that the rules are X you don't push that hard to get their location. Mm-hmm. You can ask once, but once you go beyond that, and he never asked, he never asked if, if I'm in that situation and I go, you want me to leave them here overnight? I don't think they're going to make it. Is there something you can recommend I do mm-hmm. till yeah. you get here? Is there something that can help? Can you walk me through how to do something? Yeah, you don't just keep asking for the location. Yeah, yeah. Or they didn't. Even, they didn't even do anything from their end as the other person on the other end of the radio to try to figure out whether this thing that they're taking this, like this person, this creature too, um, is legit or not. Yeah, and if I'm, they genuinely care about the per- like this 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 being, they're going to ask. At least I would personally. See, I have problems with the logistics of this because she looks like she's in a major metropolitan area. Yeah. It's very limited range she can go to to, you know, direct people like, oh, come to like this particular location. I'm assuming she's willing to put in maybe a day's worth of walking or, you know, riding if she has a bicycle. Yeah. Uh, At that point, I think it gets easier to triangulate her position. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's very dangerous what she's doing, and and yeah, the whole thing is like anybody could follow her. The only thing I can imagine is that since she is in the middle of a major major metropolitan area, which I believe is Essex County, which Jeff Lemire, the creator of the comic book, is also from, Mm -hmm. uh, she has like little alleyways and secret passages that she is also takes to get back. But how does she commission an airplane to drop off leaflets all over the place? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> another organization like bears army or there's bird hybrid people no this was an airplane that dropped yeah. off yeah, i think we saw a plane oh, yeah i, I don't remember Unless that. That, like that that bird would have had the weirdest <laughs> case of flatulence <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's yeah. how he gets airborne <laughs> i i i would imagine that there's probably other organizations that are kind of not a network but kind of a loose conglomerate. Maybe that will be the, the in the next episode or future episode. We'll see that she isn't doing this alone. She has some type of security, so to speak, that that is also helping her. Because, like, honestly, there's no way that she would have been able to bring in those hybrids and not get detected. I th- well, there is also the uh, the idea that we're being delivered events that are drastically different in the timeline. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and so. That that place could have already fallen, true. And then they're directing people to it, and that's been where they hand out the, the secret sauce from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they co-opted it, and now it's uh, just a trap. Yep, mm-hmm. Which, that would make more sense. Wouldn't we? Oh, that was from. the same thing that happened in um, the 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 ladies with powers HBO show. 
Oh, 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 oh yeah, I didn't get around um, to watching damn. it. Damn, the Nevers. Uh, the Nevers, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, that's right, yes. That's Someone just put out those pamphlets saying, you come to our school, and then it ended up not going to the school. Yes. Yeah, they were like, uh, that's not my house. <laughs> what does this say? <laughs> Where do they perform lobotomies? It's fine. Uh, we got to see, well, I love that uh, Sweet Tooth did not believe that people would just fall from the sky with a magic blanket, but then they had to be like, nope. Yep, you're right. We were pulling your chain. Yep, yep. we totally were. Don't look around. Don't look around. I, yeah, I appreciated that silent communication between Big Man and Bear, who clearly don't like each other, but are like, okay, we have one common thread here. And Protect then the, the innocence. The whole like instant into mother father dichotomy when you know we got to the yeah. part. Like, stop yelling at him. He just misses <laughs> here. <laughs> 100 percent they're gonna have a moment that's i'm like, not yelling straight up my parents just, I'm not yelling. oh no i did appreciate that when she said it's not helping and big man goes it's helping me <laughs> which is which is honestly the most it is the most honest response as to why people yell just yes me feel, feel better, better. <laughs> um and then sweet tooth falls falls into the the plants the pl- yeah plant thingies the, the, the thing that's clearly going to be the cure yeah and it exactly ir- and it irritates me that they would the society would have fallen and not a single doctor would have been like huh these plants that grow okay well, so this I have, people I have, who are sick we're not going to at least test i have a thing for this okay mm-hmm. like so People consider the idea of Italian food being all based in like pastas, like pizza, and things like that. Uh-huh. And tomatoes are featured heavily in there. But the time when they started eating tomatoes mm-hmm. is not that long ago. No. Everyone just looked at it and was like, that's poison. That's nightshade. <laughs> well, the same For thing was said about the potato, time. and we eat that all the time, too. Yeah, no, because we're idiots. Yeah, but then at some well, point, the- like we won't we won't eat anything, but somehow we just organically ended up smoking everything. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Uh, well, like one of my favorite things about medicine in general, like quote about medicine, which I don't know who originally said this or where I even heard it from, but like too little and it's spice, too much mm. and it's poison, just the right amount and it's medicine. Like, <laughs> hey, people eat yeah. fugu for fun. Yeah, sure. yeah. That's, that's, so. That's okay. But yeah, definitely someone would have experimented. And maybe that right. someone did experiment and they accidentally died or was like, it just gave me crazy hallucinations. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to bring up is that at first when you see him down there, he, like he's obviously hallucinating, but then he has a vision of Abbott, which is a person he's never met or shouldn't have no idea what look he looks like. Yeah. yeah. Those flowers are actually spice melange. I don't he's know seen across time and space. Oh, is that it's from, from Dune. Dune. Oh, it's from Dune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's the <laughs> is, silent one. No. John, this episode is called "Furries Are the Mind Killer." <laughs> <laughs> the sleeper. The sleeper has awakened. We, we can end it right there. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, do you think that this is an, a side effect of the plant, or is this a side another thing that uh, hybrids have? Do they have some type of clairvoyance? Yes, he's the king of the forest. They have all the things. <laughs> yeah, they can see. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They have the mind's eye. Okay. Or it's a writing fault. 
and they forgot he hadn't met Abbott yet. It could be that too. All of the above. All of the above. Or we come to find out he did yeah, meet Abbott. He has met Abbott in the past. It's so just mm-hmm. a part of the past that we had. He seen was yet. a baby. Wait, is is Abbott Bubba? Is <laughs> <laughs> the beard just, just My guess is Abbott was funding Pubba and Bertie's uh research that created Gus. I'll go with this. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so, he, crazy. And then, he wasn't afraid of it. He wasn't afraid of the virus. Was not wearing a mask. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if at one point we see uh, Abbott and he's like changing or something or he, like he's got a wound he's got to dress. So he strips down and he has a little vestigial tail. <laughs> and it's like. He was a way back when. Yeah. He was the. the Patient zero or something. I mean, he'd have so it would be a it'd be a tail making him like a goat. That's why he has the beard. Like maybe the virus was intended to get rid of the hybrids. Maybe he created the virus to rid the world of the original virus, the hybrids. If he takes his glasses off, maybe. If he takes his glasses off, he's going to have those horizontal pupils. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of eyes? The, like horizontal horizontal the, the com- compound goat's eyes. <sighs> I didn't know Three goats had horizontal eyes. Yeah. Instead of this way. Oh. Yeah, goats are creepy. You, you haven't lived on a farm before. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't, don't go near goats either. They headbutt you. <laughs> they do. Or you can make them faint well, by screaming at them. Although, clearly, the hero of this episode was Trixie the horse. Just saying. Because she killed the lady? Yep. Oh, so that was last sure. episode. That was the last episode. Oh, that was the last episode. Never mind. But Sorry. you want to guess the hero of this entire season is going <laughs> to be Trixie the horse. <laughs> Trixie the horse is the hero of the story. <laughs> Trixie turned out to be one of those more animal than human hybrids. She's <laughs> like, like, I'm like done Ed. with you. <laughs> Trixie watching them like almost get burned to death. Just like, why didn't you just blame it on me? I literally gave it to you. <laughs> I did this for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's put it to a vote. All the nays. Was there anything else that anybody would want to bring up about this episode? Oh, yeah. I did forget to mention during my week's watch. I also was going to bring up a trailer I watched recently called Lamb. <laughs> And it was basically like evil sweet tooth from what I got the feeling of it. I'm like, this oh. is like what reality would be like. You had people that'd be like, oh, my half animal thing is like so cute. And be like, no, this is evil. James Gunn's <laughs> James Gunn's sweet tooth. Yes, that's what he is. This is like bright burn sweet tooth, like <laughs> combined. It's oh, it's going to be nightmare fuel. <laughs> that, that trailer takes so many different turns <laughs> uh, and it's, it, but it has the, the, the it what makes it evil kind of like listening to the blondie song in this episode it takes a really sweet uh beach boy song the god only knows and it just becomes dark at the end like, i mean i feel like that's all trailers now just take an yeah. oldie song <laughs> slow it down at some point make it creepy <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Jordan mm-hmm. Peele. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did want to note, side note to this, but going back to my week's watch, <laughs> The Suicide Squad, which was written yeah. by James Gunn, has a Johnny Cash song and the song These Are People Who Have Died, which were also in another James Gunn movie, uh, Dawn of the Dead. It was a different oh, yeah. Johnny Cash song, 
but they both start with the Johnny Cash song and they have the song These Are People Who Have Died in it. I was like that, that one that is from my favorite Johnny Cash album, Live at Folsom Prison. Yeah. It's a good album. Okay. So if no one else has anything <laughs> about this episode, we'll go ahead and cut it there. Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter you, about this or anything else that we talked about today, you can find me. I am at Mitchipedia GEM. GEM stands for Geek Elite Media. Stephen, where can people find you online? I'm not online. Okay, go, don't find Stephen go, online. Go, go, watch, go watch some stuff on YouTube. Geek Elite Media is on YouTube. You can find yeah. our channel there and watch some of our videos. Jessica, where can people find you online? I am online. You can find me as JM Bailey writes. I, I talk mainly about Disney on it and shenanigans. <laughs> John? <laughs> I am right now still on social media. You can find me mostly on Twitter and Instagram, surprisingly. I do spend some time there. Uh, and I am at Magic Bollocks. The way that you said I am still on social media made me say, think of something else that's in current news. And I didn't want, I don't want to say it because it's going to put us on a, off on a tangent. So, what? Elizabeth, <laughs> where can people find you online? You can find me with the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media and our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. That's a great place to uh, ping Mitch and ask him what on earth he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, the rest of Geekly Media, as she said, is on Geekly Media. You can find it everywhere. Uh, check out our website, geeklymedia.com, for more podcasts from our network that are either archived or that are archived. And then uh, check out our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash geeklymedia for exclusive material that you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time... This is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast.